there's the buildup to the election and the propaganda therein. We'll talk about that next hour. Politico, CBS, ABC, Wall Street Journal, AP, all telling us that yesterday was probably hacked. (laughs) They went from the safest, most secure election in history to, dang it, we, we just plum forgot how to secure those elections. The same Politico that made that charge, this is how they described the Arizona Democrat governor race, or probably the race for governor in Arizona. Headline, Arizona's Dem governor candidate steadfast against debate. The race is between Carrie Lake, who has denied the results of the 2020 elections, and Katie Hobbs, who was Secretary of State at the time. So, uh, in Arizona, on Tuesday, yesterday, on Election Day, oh, it was so funny. This is in Maricopa County. So I pulled my ballot in, but so it didn't, it got misread, but then what was happening? You put it in there. Yeah. And tonight a Republican and a Democrat will sit and go through all of the misread ballots all over the county okay. and count them and it okay. will get counted. Okay. And okay. Bo- and both machines were not working. Yeah. No, nothing's working in okay. the last half hour. <laughs> nothing's working in the last half hour. It'll go downtown and a lawyer from one side and a lawyer from another side will sit and argue about your vote. Safest, most secure election in history in 2020, 2022. We just forgot how to secure elections. John Fetterman, who is sadly not capable of serving in any capacity. His lawyers are suing to allow ballots that arrive after the election closes with no postmark, no date, no signature. There's always two stories, three, four now in elections. The big one is, it's not necessarily who won. They're telling us we're not going to know for weeks. The longer the election counting takes, the longer the ballot counting takes, the easier it is for them to commit fraud. But there's also this, the pass-fail test for the media. If you ever wondered, reporters, what you would do if you were asked to commit acts of propaganda for the government, you know now. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And much of the propaganda, the White House has turned the Twitter feed for our White House into a political channel. It is blatantly, unambiguously illegal. And no one's going to do anything about it. So it's just another way that America has been degraded by these people. And a lot of their propaganda is economic. Coming up on Friday, Zach Abraham, Bulwark Capital Management, will sit with us and go through some of the most odious of the propaganda uh, that was put out by the White House and their spokes liars. 
because it has been just a, a wash of lies. As they say, it's a, it's a blue wave of hysterical lies. I don't have the words to communicate how much I used to love the news media because of its importance to society. I mean, I can tell you again about how my breath left my lungs when I got to walk into the offices of the Associated Press in Hell's Kitchen, New York. And this, this it's a slanted kind of almost pyramid type building. Of course it is. And that's the place that told us the facts. Now, of course, at that time, I understood how skewed it was. But I didn't understand to the degree to which it's a propaganda tool. The press and what they have done in this last election period answers a huge, huge, huge question for people who work in news media. You now know what you would do if your organization was seized and turned into a propaganda tool. You now know. It's easy enough to answer. Are you speaking up or not? Some of the worst examples of this that went on on election day, and it's another form of election meddling. And these are the same people who call it the big lie when President Trump says the election was stolen. But these people are saying that it was stolen another way because people were scared to go to the polls. Okay. Uh, there are so many uh, comments I get about soda weight loss where people say, uh, for instance, are you scared to eat certain foods? No. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm not the least bit <clears throat> scared to eat any food. You know, when I took off the 150 pounds of unwanted fat, uh, I was I was a fearing maintenance, which is you go through a stage after you take off the unwanted fat where you need to stay at that body weight for six to eight weeks, depending on how long it took you to lose the fat. Why? Because then your body says, okay, this is what we weigh now. And your body will endeavor to hold on to that weight. Since this is us, this is what we're supposed to weigh. And so, yeah, I feared going off after that. And at Soda Weight Loss, you're going to be taught leading into the maintenance phase. How to begin to reintroduce foods that may have been trigger foods for you prior. Let me give you an example. I just ate um, a uh, Indian beans and potato dish. I don't eat a lot of potatoes. I ate it at a very specific time. It was delicious. I had a whole bunch of very good fresh vegetable juice with it. That was a trick. The vegetable juice with that was a trick. And right now I'm having a protein shake. Now, that's because I have learned over a period of keeping 150 pounds off my body, 150 pounds of fat, I've learned how to stay away from the dreaded return of the fat. You'll get this at soda weight loss as well. So as you think about the money you invest in this, subtract from it the food that they provide you, the classes, the cooking classes, the, um, the meditation, Christian meditation, audio and then subtract from it the rest of your existence you take the learnings with you so the investment period of six to eight to twelve weeks amortize that across the rest of your life 
It's Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. Stands for state-of-the-art, by the way, S-O-T-A WeightLoss.com. So big question for the media. What would you do if the government came and said, you are going to, you're going you're gonna to speak our language. You are going to scare the American people. In some years, you're going to say there was no possible way our elections could have been compromised. It never happened. Anyone who says so is a liar. Every claim of any issues with voting has been utterly debunked by fact checkers, independent experts. And then two years later, Two years later, James, another headline making news at this hour, uh, a Russian businessman with ties to Putin is now admitting to trying to meddle in U.S. elections, both in the past and trying to interfere in the current midterms as well. Yeah, that's right, David. Yevgeny Prigozhin has denied those allegations for years. But now on the eve of these midterms, he has said we have interfered, we are interfering and we will interfere carefully, precisely, surgically, as we know how to do. It's a worrying thing to hear. David. President Biden has been briefed by law enforcement officials on potential threats to the midterm elections. CBS's Jeff Pegues tells us that election workers have been a prime target. Good evening, Jeff. So what are federal authorities doing? Well, tonight, the FBI, Nori, is activating its command centers across the country with the potential for violence hanging over these midterm elections. A recent DHS alert warned that domestic violent extremists across the ideological spectrum pose a heightened threat. Over the weekend, the campaign headquarters of Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake was evacuated after the discovery of an envelope filled with white powder. And while no one was hurt, the scare came as details of threats to Arizona election workers were published in a judge ordered mass men in tactical gear to stay away from ballot boxes. Nora. And we never heard this about the Black Panthers in Philadelphia. Oh, and we heard about it. But when it went to Eric Holder, who stood outside of polling locations with batons, I mean, and standing in front of the doorway with, with batons and nightsticks, it went to Eric Holder. He said, oh, this well within the rights. And thank you, CBS, for mentioning the thing about Carrie Lake. But notice this. It is be afraid. Always be afraid. It's always a crisis until 2020. Safest, most secure election in history. Uh, Election experts say claims of malfeasance in the elections have been entirely debunked. Maricopa County where the woman who wants to be governor was secretary of state is dealing with broken voting machines. And, and this is the message that was meant to give everybody comfort from the guys uh, who were running this election, Maricopa County, uh, the, the chairman, Bill Gates and recorder, Stephen Richard gave us a a very awe-inspiring and confidence-inducing statement about voting in these elections. Hello, Maricopa County. I'm Bill Gates, the chairman of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. And I'm Stephen Richard, the Maricopa County Recorder. 
And we're here to give you an update on how things are going so far with the election. We've already had almost 44,000 people show up this morning, check in, and be available to vote. And things are going great out there, but there's one thing that we wanted to address to make people aware of today, and that has to do with our tabulators. We've got about 20% of the locations out there where there's an issue with the tabulator where some of the ballots that after people have voted them, they try and run them through the tabulator and they're not going through. But the good thing is, is we do, first of all, we're trying to fix this problem as quickly as possible. And we also have a redundancy in place. If you can't put the ballot in the tabulator, then you can simply place it here in where you see the number three. And this is a secure box where those ballots will be kept for later this evening, where we'll bring them in here to central count to tabulate them. So this would function much like early voting functions in that we would get your ballot back. Once we've signature verified it, we would send it to our central tabulators. Ballots that are in here will already be in effect signature verified, so we won't need to confirm identity, but we will central tabulate them. This in effect. In effect. Just, just compare this to checking out at Walmart. When was the last time, if you went to China Mart, that you walked up and tried to scan your groceries and the machines were down? I can't think of a time. I mean, I try not to go to China Mart. Full confession, there's a, a protein substance that I get there. And so I go there once a week. But other than that, I try not to. Never seen them down. Now, I always go to human cashiers because I prefer human beings. I've never seen them down. Or ATMs. Again, I don't use ATMs, but I used to all the time. I had one down once. This is one day a year. You have 364 days to test this stuff every year. And every election, we have these problems. Now, human beings are flawed. Machines are flawed. Tech is awful. Modern tech is horrific. And yet, somehow, I can scan my airplane ticket. Just today in little Idaho, in, we, were, we were up north this week in the small town. They just scanned my driver's license. Boom, there's your ballot. Now, none of this is confidence inspiring. But remember again, 2022. Any problems, any problems at all were debunked. It was an opportunity to sell the big lie. That's exactly what we were told about any and all voting problems. And CNN has pre-fact checked what's going on in Maricopa County. Remember, this is the same CNN that is warning us that Russia's going to hack, that um, domestic terrorists are going to seize the voting locations. They're warning us it's going to take weeks and weeks and weeks to count. So they're saying that voter ID laws are acts of disenfranchisement. 
They've run pieces saying, if you're a man who prefers to pretend to be a woman and you do not have an ID in your so-called woman's name, then that's vote disenfranchisement. Your vote's being disenfranchised. You're not being allowed to have your ballot counted. They present issues of voter ID as racism and transphobia, as I just said. They present polling, the, the, the idea that the polls close at a certain time. The idea that you have to have your ballot in, and if it's mailed in, postmarked before the election ends as problematic for black voters. They present all of those arguments. And then when there's this problem in Maricopa County, they pre-fact check it for now, us. According to county officials, the problem had to do with passwords being entered too many times. So it appears this is a technical glitch of sorts. Election officials say teams are taking those problem ballots to the county's election center where they will be counted after the polls close at 7 o'clock tonight, local time. So they want to assure voters here no one is being disenfranchised all those votes, all those ballots will be counted, Wolf. Now, notice that Maricopa County is one of the counties that to this moment, people don't trust the count from last year or from probably last election, 2020. But this year, they're ahead of it. No one is being disenfranchised. The disenfranchisement would happen in the counting rooms. Now, as the second, third, and fourth waves of story about the elections roll in, which is, who do we get to say one? Once again, a reminder on all of this. None of it needs to be this way. All of this is entirely complicated for no good reason. The early voting, the absentee voting, the provisional ballots, the signature verification systems, all of it could be changed with a single day of voting. All of it could be changed where you show up at a location, you confirm your ID, they hand you a ballot, you sign papers to confirm who you are, you vote, you get a receipt, And you can sit and observe the voting count, the vote counting at home, where there are cameras pointed at every ballot, just like they do in the casinos. Reporters, lawyers, anyone can sit and observe the ballots being counted. Is that going to create more objections? It may well. But... They should be easily answered because everything is on video. There is a chain of custody for everything. And I continue to say, if you want full transparency, provide the voter with a receipt for how they voted. I brought this up to the former Secretary of State of Washington State, Kim Wyman, who now has gone to work for the Biden regime. And I said, Kim, I will trust this process much more when I get a receipt for how I voted, showing exactly how I voted, and that I can go back later and see an image of my ballot, not not a copy. I want a picture of my ballot as it was recorded by the state of Washington. I should have 30 days to go back and say, wait a minute. You guys changed my vote. 
That is not how I voted. I have my receipt. I should have 10, 15, 30, whatever days we decide. This should be quick, five days maybe, to go in and say, here is my receipt. Here's the image of the ballot as you recorded it. My vote has been changed. I will tell you what Kim Wyman said about that. And reminder, she went to work for Joe Biden. She had been a Republican, don't you know, and then found herself deciding to go to work for the figurehead. I'll tell you what she said about that process and why it couldn't possibly be done as we continue to watch the media answer the question. What would you do if you were told to participate in constant forms of propaganda to scare people and, in fact, to have the result of people not trusting the elections? The um, people at Allen's Soaps, uh, allensoaps.com slash Todd, and it's A-L-A-N-S soaps.com slash Todd. I would like us to commit something together, to commit to something. I would like to get a massive turnout for Allen's during this Christmas season. Uh, stocking stuffers, gifts of subscriptions, and it really, to me, is matched to Christmas in this way. We celebrate the birth of the Lord Jesus and the gift that he was to this world, the, 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 the gift of all gifts. And it's the gift of life. It is the gift of conquering sin from lifting from us our sin. It's all of these things. And we, we see that in, in the Lord Jesus being born into the form of a helpless baby. Beautiful story. And it's, it's you, if, you're, if you're going to fake something, why fake that? So in the case of Alan Soaps, you have Alan, who could be seen as the least of these by some people. And in some ways he is. He, he is almost largely nonverbal. And he's going to be in and out of surgery for the rest of his life. And in him lives the Holy Spirit. And the spirit of peace. He's a peaceful young man when you speak with him. Uh, love, joy, patience. So much of the spirit. And creativity. At allensoaps.com slash Todd, you will find fragrances of soaps that are unique to them. You will find that they are all natural. As you go through and you look at the soaps, understand there are three generations of family expertise behind the making of these soaps. Understand that there are soaps that have no fragrance. So if you can't stand any fragrance, you have the pure soap. And then know this, that Alan is involved not just in the invention of the fragrances, but he works there every day packaging products and doing quality control. When your friends get from you the Alan soaps, you can tell them a story. You can talk about the fact that this supports all lives mattering, that it supports a young man who chooses to work whose family says, my son will not be a ward of this state. My son will work and he will have the great satisfaction of a job well done. And then know this, as alansoaps.com slash Todd, as it grows, their commitment is to hire more young people like Alan. So it's alansoaps.com slash Todd. I'm talking about stocking stuffers and subscription plans, a Herminator sub for your friends. It's 10% off a subscription, and they get a lot of extras with that. It's alansoaps.com slash Todd. I brought up to Kim Wyman, the former Secretary of State of Washington State, who for many years described herself as a Republican. And it's, some people said that Kim was going to be governor one day. And incidentally, in, in terms of personal interactions, 
I, I had dinner with Kim once and a group of people, not any private setting. And I found her to be very nice. She responded to text messages, very personable woman. I'm not here to say she's a mean woman. I'm here to say I cannot believe she's gone to work for the figurehead. And that tells me everything I need to know about Kim Wyman's belief system. She went to work for the figurehead. That means she doesn't have a belief system. Well, I mean, she has a belief system, but it's not tied to any core morality. It's certainly not tied to ideology, certainly not tied to conservatism or Christianity. So I said to Kim Wyman, hey, what if we just had receipts for our vote? And she said, oh, that would violate the secrecy of the ballot. How? I would be the only one with my receipt. Well, but other people could get a hold of it. Well, other people can get a hold of my ballot. Well, but your ballot secured. By who? By us. Okay, I'll secure my receipt. No, no, we, I mean, I, 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 that's, you know, there was no way she could be talked into this or this. Kim, I want to look at the code behind these voting machines. I want to have my people be able to go through and look at the computer code. Well, Todd, I would like that too, but we signed a contract with these companies and it's their private property and, and you don't get to look at it. Okay, I'm the customer. I, I am paying for it. I am the customer, not you. You're telling me I don't get to inspect the code I've paid for? Redo the contract. And again, the choice. See, there's always the multiple stories. Now, you simply can't just cover the winners. You have to cover the narrative to watch the narrative. The same media that is constantly saying, Donald Trump's dangerous big lie can reduce belief in elections, which would lead to uncertainty in the United States. The big lie is poisonous because it says that the United States elections cannot be trusted. I got the full faith and credit of uh, the United States government. And my son is the election czar, Bo, who was killed in uh, the Vietnam War. And then you get this. Constant doubt. If you find yourself bouncing back and forth between safest, most secure election in history, ultimately hackable, people are afraid to vote, being disenfranchised, but not in Maricopa County. That's not disenfranchisement. Georgia check and ID, that's disenfranchisement. If you find yourself bouncing between those extremes and there is nothing in the center, there's no policy in the center, I have news for you. You are being manipulated. Either by your own emotions, your own beliefs, your own ideology, or you have bosses at your network saying, pivot to hackable elections. Like the New York Times said, Russia failed, pivot to race. Next hour, we're going to talk about Yamichi Alcindor. She committed vote fraud, it appears. She voted an election in which she was not allowed to vote. But she's not the only one. This is Sonny Hostin, one of the uh, hostesses of, is it the view that Sonny's on? She's uh, upset because she went out to do a proxy vote for someone. Now, did she have legal proxy? Was she granted the ability to legally do this? She doesn't explain quite that far. But she went out to vote for her son. And she's upset that it wasn't easy peasy lemon squeezy. People, put that phone down, girl. God bless you. It's my son. (laughs) (laughs) Who, by the way, wanted to make sure that his absentee ballot 
was was uh, that I did that. And I had trouble actually voting for him absentee ballot today. And that made me very concerned. It was the first well, time uh, I was told to put it in an orange bag on the floor. And the orange bag mm. looked to me like a target bag or something. And I said, isn't there a formal election box that says absentee ballots or something like that? And then she said, let me check and then found it. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that concerned me. Oh, but it's the safest, most secure election in history. That's Sonny Hostin. And when we say things like, hold on a second, wait a second. In five target states, at 4.30 in the morning, we had a pretend burst water pipe. We have to evacuate the building. You'll all drown. In the other places we had, the, we're going to stop counting ballots now. We're, we're tired and we're taking a break and everybody leave and nobody left. Well, that's not true. The uh, observers were caused to leave. And they kept counting. And they put boards up to, to block observers and Joe Biden magically achieved 600,000 vote increase, a, a statistical impossibility many people, including myself, say. In the magical blocks of 400, 800, 1,200 in many cases, in other words, factual increases, that does not happen in raw data. We had the ballots that arrived after the voting was stopped. After the day of voting, no postmarks, no signatures, not matching. People in Georgia who got their votes counted, even though they had moved out of that county and sometimes out of that state. We say these things and Sonny Hostin says, that's the big lie. That's election hating. That's election denying. She's concerned about an orange bag on the ground. And if you listen again to her statement, Sonny's a lawyer. If you listen again to her statement... She knows she's describing doing something illegal because listen to the way she changes the phrase. People, put that phone down, girl. God bless you. It's my son. <laughs> Who, by the way, wanted to make sure that his absentee ballot was, was uh, that I did that. That I did that. What, Sonny, that you filled it out illegally? And I had trouble actually voting. <laughs> She is hiding the fact that she filled her son's ballot out illegally, it sounds like to me. So tomorrow we'll go through all of the elections that matter. Who won? Because by Thursday morning, maybe we'll even actually be able to say that couple emails I want to share with you, one related to the new national radio show and another major change a brother's making in his life has to do with politics and faith. We'll talk about that. Hey, (laughs) I really, I don't always plan these things. Often they just come up. Politics and faith. And the partner I'm going to talk about is uh, MyPillow and Mike Lindell. Politics and faith. You know, there would be no my pillow without Mike's faith. Honestly, uh, my estimation is without Mike's faith, um, Mike would not be alive. I, I really believe that. Uh, when he shared with me his story of having been an addict and not just a, uh, not an alcoholic, ju- just an alcoholic, 
uh, but also a drug addict and a gambling addict. I mean, those are not things that are easy to come back from. And Mike came back from them, but not without a whole lot of prayer, not without giving his life to God. Faith, politics. Now, I wonder why Mike's a Republican. <laughs> Uh, because he, if he had been put on welfare, I mean, in today's day and age, people would say, Hey, just be you. Nothing wrong with being an alcoholic and a drug addict. That's who you are. Just live your best life. Just be your best. You, by the way, you want a sex change? (laughs) Maybe you get, maybe you'll sell more pillows as a woman. Politics and faith. And it was that moment that when he gave his life to God, that God said, your turn, your turn. You know, all the sleepless nights you gave your family and your friends when you were a stumbling drunk. And when they thought you were going to die of an overdose and sleeping on friends' couches and borrowing money and building businesses and watching them crash and and. All right, you are going to commit your life to helping people sleep. It's such an amazing story of faith. And then politics, of course he's a conservative. Why? How could he be a liberal? And now as we gear up for the holiday season, equip your entire family uh, with these great bed sheets from MyPillow. Yeah, you can even use my patented phrase. They're more, someone told me I should say cooling. But that's not what I mean. I mean that they hold the cool longer. They're more coolable. I guess you could say cooling and smooth and a variety of colors as you might expect. But then there's also this. They're all made in the United States of America in the same small town where Mike made all those mistakes. Hey, you can't be a pillow CEO. You're that guy who passed out in my bar. I'm the same guy. Now with God. So go to MyPillow.com slash Herman and use the promo code Herman for a special deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Herman. And by the way, the, the, the bed sheets, uh, for as low as $29.98, made in America. So go to my page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code Herman. MyPillow.com slash Herman, use the promo code Herman. Get them for your entire family. If you don't have two or three pairs of bed sheets, I tell you, it sure makes laundry day a lot more fun. Because, you know, you take the sheets off, put on a new pair. I know, I know. I've been living like a college dorm freak. You have how many pairs of sheets? Well, now I can't even count. (laughs) Well, you start doing business with Mike Lindell. Tell me you don't go buy a lot of sheets. MyPillow.com slash Herman promo code Herman. Uh, I'll go to the first email first because it's quick and it's tasty and it is a victory for all of us. Number one, thank you, God Almighty, for bringing us together. That is the podcast family, the team, Dave, the digital at Greenhaven Interactive, the folks at uh, Major Creative Marketing in Seattle, uh, Julie Barrett with Conservative Ladies of Washington, and now my good friends at Radio America. Thank you for that and all of our partners. And we had our first national radio show last week. I'll never forget it. 11-5-22. First email I got as regards to the new national show came from way by way of Arizona from Kathy with a with an I. She wrote, listening to your show now on KNTR 106.3 in Arizona, you were talking about PTSD from different incidents. I suppose I'm still dealing with some of from my husband's death from cancer because my eyes began to leak. 
I used to tell people half jokingly that I was afraid of ambulances because I was following it when he died. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I just had, felt I had to share. Thank you. Kathy, as I said in email, thank you. I always keep the first emails from a new radio show. I've got the first one as when I was a, a Rush guest host. I've got the first one when we did the team show in Seattle. I've got the first one when I got went to the solo show. And I'll keep this one, Kathy. Thank you so much for being that person. And thank you, by the way, uh, to KNTR 106.3 in Arizona for running the Todd Herman Show. We appreciate you. Pretty heavy notes. Pretty heavy decision the brothers made. Dear Brother Todd, you've allowed yourself to be a vessel for God's influence, a channel through which God continues to shine hope, grace, and good judgment for our church body. For this, I'm grateful to you, my dear brother. I felt an acute desire to share something with you that's been hanging over the edges of my heart for years now, and it's time to let go of it. This isn't some therapy session. I couldn't hope to pay you enough if it was, just that it really came to me strongly from today's sermon. Todd, I've been a true hypocrite in every sense of the word. No one could look at my life and see any difference between me and the most ruthless liberal out there. The only minute detail that separated me from them is political ideology, and that must not continue. Today's sermon delivered a full-length course serving of conviction, smothered in bittersweet conviction dressing, and a deep-fried conviction fingerling and served with my choice of fresh-from-the-garden butterleaf conviction salad or Maker's Select Conviction Soup of the Week. So from today, I'm ridding our vehicles of stickers that advertise my failure to follow God's will for us, to abide in Him and subject our, and be subject to our leaders, even when they are abject failures at leadership, even when following them means abandoning everything we've known and believed about our nation. For our true nation is the nation, the holy nation of God. Maybe out there, people, uh, people out there have similar uh, logos or placards that depict our disdain for the current leader of the free world. Todd, these aren't just mere distractions from God, from what God would have us do to live in life accordance with his will for us. As a first step, I'm disposing of liberals aren't totally useless. They make great fertilizer. Liberals are not people. Hunt venison in fall, turkeys in winter, but liberals year-round. Let's go Brandon and changing our license plates from uh, other than, and there's a, a, a curse word I can't say, even suggest that, blank Inslee. These things are not of God, and I hope you, these are a first step in reconciling myself to a better relationship with my creator. God bless you, Todd Darren from Hayden. Darren, thank you for the note, brother. And I understand and I applaud, and it's so difficult because I've named him the figurehead. And I tell myself that, uh, that God allows this because I'm describing the political reality of Joe Biden. And, and I struggle. I may need to take this to my pastor. And I, I communicate with this, with this with them all the time. But one thing I want to make sure that you don't do is do not let these people cause you to violate the will of God Do not let this prohibition stop you from speaking out about your political beliefs. Please don't do that. You know, we are not to allow our authorities, earthly authorities, to cause us to violate the will of God. Abortion is is abhorrent to God. It is murder of the most innocent. We have to oppose it on all grounds. We do that with, with, with truth wrapped in grace. Transgenderism is an affront to God Almighty. It is a lie from the beginning to the end. And in my judgment, it comes straight from the father of lies. 
Not securing our border is them not doing their job, their sworn duty. People who enter our country have an obligation to come in legally. Every time they violate the Constitution, they're violating our actual authority. And yes, when it doesn't violate the word of God, we are to be subject to it. And my lists of offenses on this are many. And I can wrap just about anything in government in, yeah, but they're lying. The HOV lane tickets in Seattle, in, in, in Washington state, I beat them. I'm immune to them in court. They can't touch me. I've got the magic keys to get out of that because I've won court cases and won on appeal. And when I won on appeal, the judge gave me the get out of HOV ticket free card. I walk in and I show it to a prosecutor and say, I got this ruling on appeal and prosecutors read it and go, okay, case dismissed because it's an appellate court. And the appellate court said, this guy's right. I don't drive an HOV lens anymore. I hate it. They're a lie. I speed. By default, I tend to drive about 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Dang it, I hate the speed limit. It's stupid. It's one size fits none. Sometimes it's downright wrong and dangerous. And when it's dangerous, such as you're traveling in a pack of cars, it's a wolf pack of cars and there's people way too close. Now I'll get out of there. I, I will floor it and get away from them and then, and then slow down. Or if you're driving the freeway at night, I don't know if you've ever had this happen. People just aren't paying attention and they want to drive in your blind spot. No matter how many hundreds of miles of road are free ahead of you, they want to drive in your blind spot. And I will slow down, try to get them to pass me. If they won't, oh man, I'll floor it and get out of there because I don't want them falling asleep and bumping into me. It's, it's almost happened that legitimately we almost got rolled. I mean, legitimately in a rollover accident at 70 miles an hour because of a lady who fell asleep doing that. My daughter was in the car and only grace of God saved us that in a long time in race cars is the only reason I got out of that without crashing. So, um, brother, I don't mean to, uh, to blur the waters here, Darren. You're doing, you, you are, I applaud the way you're approaching this. I applaud you getting rid of those bumper stricks. I really do. But please don't stop speaking out about what's right and make sure that you never allow this zeal to go the direction where you will now give in to things that violate the word of God. And if you've got questions about that, take it to your elders. Take it to your pastors. And I know that this is a hard pill for people. Trust me, I know because I'm having trouble with it. It's very difficult for me. But remember this, the enemy doesn't come right along and say, hey, tell God off. Tell God no. Tell him he's not the boss of you. That's not what he does. The enemy does what? He distorts. He tries to discourage. And he distracts. Those are his tools. And if it can be, hey, listen. They charge a lot of money on taxes. It's okay to cheat a little bit. You know they cheat. There's nothing in do not steal in the Bible that says, lest they steal first. That's, that's not in there. I looked for it. I'm still looking for it. 
And believing in God and abiding with God doesn't always mean that we say, hey, God, that's a good rule. What we have to know is that he's a good God. And we may not like the rules, but when we get to heaven, it's my belief we're going to go, oh, that's why. He hates sin because of what it does to us. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and please be available for our next hour. I've got a great big gut check for us. The topic is this. We vote every day.